0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse... To go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouthwatering flavours of the world class Bayesian cuisine, and of course plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan.
1: Hello, I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify. And thanks for listening. It's uh, well, still a beautiful evening here at uh, St. George's Park. Uh, the crowd have been, well, treated is, is perhaps too strong a word, but they've, uh, they've had an absorbing day's cricket between uh, two teams who are, are trying to impose themselves upon this test match and therefore upon this series. Uh, England can be very pleased with how they finished, I think 224 for four, uh, given that uh, when Joe Root was dismissed uh, for 27, the score was 148, a precarious time uh, when uh, Ben Stokes and Ollie Pope uh, got together at the crease. But the two of them played uh, quite magnificently. Oli Pope looks uh, to be uh, a man playing well above his uh, tender age of 22 and Ben Stokes is just in the form of his life no matter what he does at the moment. And so England find, you know, real solace and real uh, uh, real happiness at the way that they've gone about their business today with the chance perhaps to add power to that 224 tomorrow. Uh, Darren Goff, um, what have you made of today's play? It was... Uh, Interesting, it was a tough watch at times, but uh,
2: no less exciting or interesting for that. Well, I absolutely love today. Um, What a day of Test cricket. Old-fashioned Test match cricket. I thought it was hard for the batsman when the first went to the crease. The pitch was slow. It was also hard for the fast bowlers to get anything out of the wicket. Weren't much movement. We all thought it might just seem around for that first hour, first session, but it didn't really do that. The bowlers had to dig deep and find something, whether they got a little bit of help through reverse swing. I was fascinated by that middle session uh, where 56 runs were scored in that middle session i thought it was excellent all round. from the captaincy of fafta plessy with some of his field placing used in imagination ribada's spell i thought was outstanding the best spell he'd ball of the test series so far and then marriage caused problems for England. He did them with a the pace, a variation of pace and length. A lot of the batsmen going back to him. So I thought that middle session was fascinating. Uh, uh, the best session of the day. But that partnership at the Amer between Stokes and Pope has put England in the box seat. 76 partnership and 224 for four. It's not a bad day.
1: Yep, not a bad day. Uh, Matt Pryor has joined us um, out here on the outfield. Uh, Matt, what, have, what did you make of England's uh, young openers, Sibley and Crawley?
3: I thought they did a fantastic job. I think, uh, you know, there's been a lot a lot of a lot spoken about the fact that England want to go back to a slightly more old school approach, certainly from an opening, the opening pair or top three. A bit spoken about Joe Denley apparently having to face 100 balls. That's his target for every time he bats. I'd rather he scored 100 I, I runs. Doubt, but I doubt that very much. Yeah, I, I think I that's think probably that <laughs> just a bit of gossip, but yep, let's go with indeed. it. Um, but yeah, no, look, the opening pair, you could see they, from the from the outset, they just set their stall out. They left really well, which is, crucial in the first hour of a a test match. Look, it did do very little. It was pretty docile, but they still needed to do the job.
1: A couple of youngsters out there. I mean, Sibby obviously has made his his first um, test match 100, but uh, just your thoughts on, on, on the way that Zach Crawley shaped up. It's the first time you've had a really good long look at him. What did you make of that?
3: Yeah, no, I thought he looked good in general. I think that there are, there are a couple of areas like like all of us when we first step up to test cricket, you sort of have to go away and go, all right, maybe that front foot pull is something that he's going to have to look at because when the ball's coming at 90 miles an hour, it's slightly different. Um, but otherwise, he again, he, he lined up. He lined up well. Uh, he knows it. The, the thing I am impressed with about Crawley, Sibley and also Ollie Pope at the end is how well they seem to know their game and how they're sticking to their game. I think that's that's a crucial element. Too often, you see young players come in and feel like they have to change what has actually got them there in the first place. So I think Zach Crawley, you know, was was one of the guys that did exactly that,
1: um, and he, he looks solid, doesn't he? he? Looks very solid from a bowler's point of view. Goffy, anything there that you would be uh, looking to exploit? <laughs>
2: Well, we've seen when the ball started to reverse and the, the split field there when he went for the leg side theory and the ball wicket to wicket, Ribardo especially, with the odd bouncer in there, because there's going to be that variation of pace on a slow pitch, it's sometimes harder, isn't it, as a batsman to face a bouncer when it does come off at different paces or on a slow pitch, when it's quick, you see it short, you've made your mind up. You're not really looking to pull it unless you really, that's one of your big shots. You're looking to get under it and get out of the way. Um, so as a bowler, you've got to hope for a little bit of reverse as the uh, game goes on. You're up Maharaj, holds up one end, which I thought he did excellent today and attack from the other. When it starts to reverse, you've got to make sure you're right on the spot and, and make it count. From uh- so, sorry, from.
3: but just quickly, from a tactical perspective, I think the one area I'd look at, Zach Crawley could look at today, is he got bowled to a little bit too much. So, yes, fine, set stall out early on, get in, but when you're in, then you've got to be quite proactive on how you're going to score runs, how you're going to tick the scoreboard over. And he let San Africa just bowl, particularly Maharaj, a spinner. Mm-hmm just would have liked to have seen him do something, maybe use your feet, come down, get us, and it's not hitting boundaries, not hitting
1: sixes, but just rotating strike and finding a way to get off strike. So I think he got a little bit bogged down. Yeah, it's been the story of, uh, well, particularly the, the Cape Town Test match, and um, also today, Joe Denley, once again, made 25, got another start, got another double figure score, um, took him 100 balls to do so, uh, and then was, uh, was nailed LBW by Maharaj, who I think he only, only made six runs from uh, the left arm spinner Maharaj in 60 deliveries
2: or something like that I mean it's it, he really is having problems with the
1: uh, with the spinners
2: well the problem we've got and you've got to remember you've always got to be looking forward as well forward planning we've got Sri Lanka um, after this series haven't we in March which is going to be two test match test match points up for grabs again and then we've got India next winter so we're going to fit be facing a lot of spin and our top three have got to find a way of scoring yes we know Joe Denley he likes to run down the pitch and it's straight so they've stopped that they put a man back we know he likes to sweep Slog, right, so they can afford to put the sweet man up and they let him take that risk with the extra bounce, a little bit of turn that Maraj might find. All three of them, Sibley, Crawley and Denley, have got to, if they're going to be in our lineup against Sri Lanka and against India next week, have got to find a way to score against the spin, otherwise we're going to build so much pressure on our middle order moving forward.
1: Okay, moving away from uh, England's top order, um, another excellent showing from uh, young Ollie Pope, Ben Stokes, Looks a class apart at the moment. But what about what about the the young Surrey batsman?
3: Yeah, the, honestly, it's the first time I've I've really been able to sit and watch him watch him play, and and he looks hugely impressive. I think as much for me as around. Yes, there's the technique and the ability that he obviously has, but the temperament of when he walked out to to bat today. It was, in a, it was a tough situation. Rabada was bowling quick, he had good rhythm, his pace was up, he was moving it. The spinner at the other end had complete control of exactly what he was doing with a bit of spin as well. The South African fielders were all over all over him like a rash. And the ability to just stay very, very calm and, and grab control back in that situation is exactly what England needed. And for such a young man to be able to sort of, to do that um, so early on in his career has been very very impressive of course he'll want to go on he'll want to do it again tomorrow and go on and get a proper score but so far he's been very impressive. well
2: he knows how to build an innings does not he butch you're the expert on the bat in front i mean this kid he's averaging 70 first class for surrey he knows how to build an innings when he gets in he cashes in now we need him to see him do it now with england i think he's got past 50 a few times now It'd be really good for him and England in this game if he can go on and get three figures. It's a long way away. Listen, this is a difficult pitch to score runs on fluently. Mm-hmm. Now, he's going to have to bat time, but the way he scored, his strike rate's been right up there against alongside Root and Stokes, hasn't it? So this, this kid can play, and he's shown in the, his short test career so far, especially since he went to six how good he can possibly be keep him at six let him build a test career and then when he keeps improving keeps improving that's when we can show him up the order
1: well that's certainly something that that England have have done perhaps less well than other nations around the world in terms of throwing their youngsters in at the deep end um let's have a look or think about the the match situation at the moment then having seen an entire day's play on this surface what sort of score would England be happy with? Should, if they made 300, would they be would they be very much in the contest? Oh, well, they'll be in the contest, but I,
3: I hope they wouldn't be happy. Um, they've done a lot of hard work today, but there is no point doing all that hard work if you go and lose six tomorrow morning in the first hour. You know, you've got to rebuild again, you've got to start again and, and make sure that you get a, 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 a target that puts you so far ahead of the game because that's the opportunity that you work so hard for. That's why the opening batsmen face as many balls as they do. It's not for that first hour or second hour or even the first day. It's to put yourselves in a position where you can bat South Africa out of the test match and almost take the hope of them getting a win out of it after day two. Then they're only playing for a best situation is a draw. The scoreboard pressure comes into it. And actually the wicket becomes kind of irrelevant because there's so much scoreboard pressure. They suddenly think, oh, my goodness, we're going to be 2-1 down in the series. All these other things start coming in into your mind and mentality so that it's crucial that England get in tomorrow and put a big big total on, on the scoreboard. You say
1: the, the pitch becomes irrelevant but we've seen Maharaj turn a lot of balls today a lot of balls jumped out of the rough at Ben Stokes there was a hint of, um, of reverse swing as well which was a shock really I suppose when Faf de Plessy decided to take the new ball because the old ball had just started to had just started to swing um, so you know the, the more runs that England can get here it's not going to get any easier to bat on is it Goffey?
2: No, and I think realistically we talk about 300. I think I'd be thinking now England will be looking to themselves and saying we can get anything between 50 and 400. They're well in the box here. And I think that would be a good score. I think it's going to get harder and harder to score on. England will go quite defensive pretty quickly with their fields, especially to the seamers. They'll wait for reverse swing. It, it happened today after 21 overs, right? We have got Mark Wood who bowls it beautifully. Brody can do it uh, well as uh, well. Sam Curran giving us a different angle, left arm option coming over the wicket and round the wicket he also creates footholds for the off-spin of dombess so i think england start getting 350 370 yes he's still going to play well tomorrow listen south africa a good side good bowling attack england we know they've had collapses now and again but they'll be looking realistically now at 350 plus on that first innings and i think that'll be a good score for england quite rightly we've been very england
1: centric in the uh, the opening part of the, uh, the podcast here. But what about South Africa? What sort of a day have they had? Um, would Faf du be up there in the dressing room, the home dressing room at the moment, um, content with the work that he'd done after losing a sixth toss on the bounce?
3: Yeah, I think that sapped them all, didn't it? This morning, the kind of energy levels went down straight away. I think they, they started slowly. They were a bit... They're a bit quiet um, in the in the field. There wasn't a, a lot about them. They, it was almost like they said, "Look, we've lost the we've lost the important toss. It's a feather bed. Let's just wait and see what happens." They came out, went off at lunch. Obviously, had a conversation about it, and came out firing, um, and and almost turned the head on uh, the game on its head. Um, I think I think what will Faf be saying in the dressing room? He'll be saying good effort. I think that's pretty much you know they they toiled. Um, as I say, keep saying it looks a pretty flat wicket. Um, but England didn't let
2: them back in.
1: Yeah, been a red hot day, tough day in the uh, field. Speaking of red, um, it's Zach Crawley <laughs> who's come <laughs> over to, to join us here. Zach, uh, well played, uh, career best in Test Match cricket. They keep getting better. Um, how was that out, out there for you today? How do you assess, assess the conditions? How do you assess the way you
4: played? Uh, the pitch was very slow, it was tough to score all day, um, as you can see from our run rate. Um, so we had to fight pretty hard, and luckily those two batted very well at the end to get us. Um, to a good score at the moment so hopefully we can push on and get into the late 300s um, I was pleased with how I played to it. unfortunately the way I got out but uh, I was pleased to face quite a few balls and hopefully I can take a bit from that I've been spending quite a bit of time at the crease going into my next few innings hopefully
1: yeah, but You looked uh, reasonably comfortable out there yourself and, and, and Dom Sibley um, left the ball well judged uh, judged line and length pretty well in your, in your innings um, how, how are you starting to, to think about or feel about being a, a test match player being a test match opening batsman I, is, is there a, a sort of slightly less tension now are you feeling more comfortable in the role
4: yeah i'm definitely feeling more comfortable every game like before hamilton i was i couldn't sleep the night before i was so nervous and uh, no to, last night i was all right i was it's uh, still very nervous but nothing like i was so i'm definitely getting more comfortable and um, I'm starting to adapt my game a bit more to the to the type of bowling that I'm facing, and I feel like you know, like I said, my scores are getting better each time. So hopefully that can continue. That'd be nice. The,
1: the challenges don't stop today. As a Test match player, there's always something new coming in. Today, obviously, you had you had to contend with spin very early on in the innings, and the ball turned. You know, is yeah. that, there, there's another another area to the game that perhaps on another day, or perhaps playing for Kent, you might have taken him on a little bit more. Is that fair to say?
4: Yeah, I'd liked to. He'd quite um, an in-out field. Like one of my my strong shots would be to hit him over his head, um, and he had that long off out. And like I said, with a bit of turn, I thought if I didn't quite get it, he could he could run around and catch that. So um, it was it was one of those. He had the feel, uh, uh, field to didn't really suit my game. So would have something I look at and develop a couple more shots maybe against the turning ball. Um, but you know he, he bowled well, and he, with a slow wicket like that, he could bowl quite quick. I thought, and um, so it's always tough to to score. Uh, when someone's firing in like that and still getting a bit of turn so um we could have been a bit more well i could have been a bit more proactive maybe but um something to learn from
2: Zach, I thought in the first session of the day's play today, I thought South Africa were a little bit flat, but definitely after lunch they came out and they really the intensity went up a level. I thought Rabada balled excellent. The captaincy was special as well. I thought he made some interesting field placings, and obviously you fell to one of them a little bit unlucky actually because you, you got good contact on it, but that was a proper day of old-fashioned Test cricket.
4: Yeah, it was. It was uh, like you say, it was very. It was a throwback day, wasn't it? And. Uh... They uh, flat maybe they were maybe they just didn't settle into it as quickly. Uh, maybe I'd have opened with Robada. um, Maybe it gave it off. There a bit flat. I mean, uh, on debut they probably wanted to get um, Patterson into the game. Um, but no, after they definitely came, they obviously had a chat at lunch and they came out strong and they had some good plans, like you say, and I tried to come a bit more leg side and open up the offside, but they were very disciplined and bowling very straight and I couldn't, there was hardly any run scored through the offside I can, while I was at the crease. Um, so that was, uh, they bowled they bow well, It was like you say, it was attritional tough to score, but um, but I think we've had a good day.
1: Good day more to add tomorrow Ben and and Ollie Pope played quite beautifully I expect the uh, dressing room is quite a happy place to be we'll let you go well played Zach thanks for coming over and talking to us here on TalkSport 2 the uh, well day 2 is set up beautifully with England having uh, 6 wickets in hand they've got uh, perhaps two of their most informant and best players at the crease to start things off for us tomorrow. Make sure that you do not miss a single thing. Join us early in the morning back there in the UK, uh, half an hour build-up before the start of play here on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
0: eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to Visit Barbados dot org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to barbados truly the best place to be a cricket fan
2: <laughs>
3: up goes the coin the call is tails from joe root joe's won the toss again
2: we're gonna bat first for in once again short wide cut for four if england don't get 400 on this wicket Houston, we have a problem. Nokia is in again. That's driven beautifully Ooh. through mid-wicket. Shot of the morning from Tom
1: Sibley, and that is a glorious on-drive. It's got a club cricket feel about it at the moment. You've got, <laughs> you've got. I mean, it's a test match. You've got an opening bowler bowling at 73, 74 miles an hour, and the keeper stood up to the stumps. Right arm over.
2: Slightly shorter and wider, and that off the back foot by Sibley is hit through points, and it'll run away for four. There's
0: no- nothing in it for the bowlers. What is there for the bowler here? You'd expect there to be the first morning of a test
1: match, a contest between bat and ball. Crawley was aiming it through extra cover off the back foot. It went through gully, and that brings him a boundary. And England have... A 50 opening partnership. Final ball of the over. It's uppercut, overslip, and away for four by Sibley.
2: Robada goes in, that's leg side, and it's caught by the man at short fine leg. And Robada has the breakthrough. In once again. Oh, that looks very, very close to LBW. Zach Crawley is deep in his crease. Gives this one a little bit of air and
3: that is clipped by Crawley through the leg side. Wow, that's going to run away for four. It's a
1: good little battle this. I'm actually in good shape. it's (laughs) A-shape. Patterson, it's short and wide, and that has been uh, played quite
2: beautifully by Zach Crawley. I'm going to have to go see the bosses and put a complaint in here. Every time I'm on with Mr. Peterson, I mean, whose idea was it to get him on the talk sport? I didn't say anything! Here's um, Nokia once again. Driven and dropped! Scored! He's hung on to it! What a catch! Rassi van
3: der Dusseln at backward square leg. But what a catch it was, that had to be caught. Zach Crawley got
2: all of it. sweep and it's a top edge and it could carry it, falls just short of look here. Isn't Joe frisky? He is, it's a nervous stuff from Joe actually, very edgy. Mark Horizon again, oh my goodness me, Denley is beaten by the pace. He's hit it. The question is, has it hit the pad first? Oh, it, oh, it has it hit, hit the pad first! It's it's really that looks absolutely plumb. Absolutely stone dead, that, isn't it? Absolutely, I can't. It's got to be out. Coming up, it's no dead. Oh, he's In back in line.
3: Oh,
1: my
2: goodness mate. And wickets so hitting. What a review, by the way. Square leg in front of square on the fence.
1: Always oh, knocked him over. The death rattle has been sounded and it's Kegisu
2: Rabada who is the man who's played the tune. Excellent, excellent bit of bowling from Rabada and a massive wicket for South Africa here on Talksport 2. ...to finish the over. Oh, that's a beautiful straight drive by Ben Stokes. That is the shot
3: of a high-class player in high-class form. The straight drive. Yep, that's a shot of a
2: very fine player. Patterson in short, pulled away out towards deep square leg for four. That's a very fine pull shot from uh, Ollie Pope. Driven by Stokes through extra cover,
1: powerfully punched away past the fielder. Here goes in with the new ball and that bounces and Ollie Pope plays it much as Joe Root might have done, Thank you. picking his knees up. Oh, that's a half-volley, and it has been dismissed. That is a shot of high, high class from Ollie Pope. Certainly got something about him, hasn't he, Ollie Pope? Looks a class act. And that's a half-volley outside, off stump, and that has been flayed through point for a third boundary on the trot from Ollie Pope. Rabada once again, that's short and hooked away by Stokes, out towards deep mid-wicket, and that's beautifully played. Fine, fine return, round arm, almost slings that one. Ali Oli Pope. It pushes it away defensively uh, towards mid and Werner will walk in to do the field. And that concludes a deeply absorbing day. Kevin Peterson might be suggesting that Dan Goff is, is at his, his, his fighting weight for, for starting a test match. <laughs> I'm actually in good shape. Mm. Well, it's A-shape. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Following On podcast from TalkSport. We will be with you every day of the series, so subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening.
0: The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism, and this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan.